0: This is Dorothy Fawn, aka Meryl Strife, and many other parts as well. And you're listening to Tune In Japanese. Woohoo!
1: Right. The faster we spin, the more we break free of the bonds of gravity. Aim for the heavens. And there it is! Now show us what lies beyond those heavens we've aimed for. We embark on the winding spiral path. The paths of man and beast intersect! Join with yesterday's foe to smash fate and grab tomorrow's path with our own hands! Destiny combining? Guten Lagan! Just who the hell do you
0: think I am?
1: Welcome to Tuning Japanese, the podcast where three, nope, nope, two dudes in their thirties talk about anime. Can you guess which other one's here? Because it's me, Andy. And it's me, Bill. Are you making fun of my Bell's palsy again? No, I had a tooth out. Uh, I'm sorry, what'd you say? I had a tooth out. You you, you, had, you, you had a, a, a chew, chew out? I ah, what the <laughs> hell? Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, it's like all swollen and shit. Are, are you going to talk about like this the whole episode?
0: No, I'm fucking with oh, you. Oh, Jesus Christ. <sighs> no, you did actually have a tooth out. I did. I, I really did. Yeah, one of your, one of your, uh, one of your molars. Yes, I broke it the other day and. And just, just pop that baby right out. It's the one I, I like bit into a bone at Pappy's. Oh, yeah. Good old, it, good old Pappy's. And damaged the tooth and it finally gave out. Yeah. Pappy's barbecue
1: in uh, St. Louis. It's so good go that I out. shattered a tooth. Yep. So, so I think that should be their new slogan. Um, but hey, that's Bill and this is tuning Japanese, a podcast where again, we're talking about Gurren Lagon. And yeah, we finally
0: killed Josh because of this episode. Ah,
1: uh, you know what? I will not lie. Tonight was the first time I watched this episode and you can vouch for it. I was Throwing my arms around, screaming, standing up, but not in a
0: good way. I saw the exact moment your soul left your body.
1: (sighs) Yeah, uh, it's... (sighs) When I see my students again, who, especially the ones that got mad at me when I said that Gurren Lagann is not a good anime, and they, I was trying to kind of defend it myself, I'm going to use this as an example the next time I talk to them about the anime and why this anime is just fucking... What the hell? We're jumping ahead of ourselves. <laughs> we will get there. Uh, it's just Bill and I today, so Josh cannot defend this anime. And you know what? I will say that up until this point, the second arc has been
0: really good. I'm not
1: sure what to think of this.
0: I feel like last episode was the peak. Yeah. You know, it was getting better. Right. And I told you, it goes off the rail near the end.
1: Yeah, I mean, you had that really cool episode two ago with the fight between Viril and Simone. You had this last one where, you know, the whole gang's back together. They're ready to fight the Anti-Spiral. And then, <sighs> we'll get to it. Yep. But before we get there... Should uh is there anything in particular that you want to talk about? Either a topic or a nerd news thing or something along those lines? I saw Black Panther. Oh you did finally I did. that's I did right. See Black Panther. We both have seen Black Panther now, and mm-hmm. I feel that it's been long enough now that I, I think it's outside of worrying about spoiler territory, although if you haven't seen Black Panther Yeah, spoiler alert. spoiler, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it a little bit. Um
0: what did you think overall of Black Panther? I really enjoyed it, obviously. I do feel like I was let down a little bit just because it got talked up so much. I guess I was expecting even more. Like, mm-hmm. if I had gone into this cold, I'd have came out and said, hey, this was great.
1: Yeah.
0: As it was, it was very good. But I was like, hoping for great. I was hoping for Guardians of the Galaxy. And I got Spider-Man Homecoming. It, it it was good.
1: I think it was better than Spider-Man Homecoming. I think it was better than Guardians. It's, it's Really? Uh, yes, See, I, I, I really enjoyed this
0: movie. I adore both Guardians movies. Maybe it's just because they're they've got enough humor to them. Yeah, like I cried at the end of Guardians 2. Really? Absolutely, I did. Ah, uh, yeah, it didn't really and, get me too much in the feels. Oh, spoilers for Guardians two, specifically Yondu. Okay, yeah, I guess I you guess know, the, there was the some emotion part there. Where yeah. He, he uh, you know, he sacrifices himself for mm-hmm. Peter to live, and he's like, you know, he may be your father, but he ain't your daddy. You know, mm-hmm. that just mm-hmm. that struck yeah. me. That struck me really hard. And Sam actually knew that. She goes, "I told her I saw it," and she's like. How hard you cry? It wasn't even like, did you cry? It was, how hard did you cry? She knew exactly that. That's the kind of thing it right. is to me. Right, right. I didn't have that level of, like, cheering emotion. hmm I loved the designs. That Afrofuturist thing, the yeah. aesthetic. Oh, yeah. Was amazing. Oh, super good. You know, the, the stripped back design for uh, Man Ape and Black Panther, you know, for their challenges and stuff. hmm Super good. Yeah. I liked Killmonger. I liked his... Acting. I liked his motivation. Killmonger was great. I think Killmonger is probably one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. The only problem with him, that's a terrible super villain name. It is. I, I wish he had a better name. Mm-hmm. But he was well acted. He was well written. He was extremely well written. Like, great villain overall. I like that they worked all three Black Panther villains in mm-hmm. one movie. They gave us a shock by killing Claw. Yeah. Again, spoilers, but sorry. Mm-hmm. We already mm-hmm. said spoilers. That's true. I love the design on Claw's weapon. Yeah strip back the acting, the writing, the, the Afrofuturist designs plot wise, it's pretty standard stuff, you know, uh, yes, a, a yes. sort of betrayed former part of this nation comes back to this nation, challenges the king for leadership, takes it and then gets defeated mm-hmm. and everything is restored. I mean, it's, it's a pretty straightforward plot.
1: Yeah. I, I, I would agree with that mostly. I, I think that you can't just strip away the acting, though, because the acting and the characters uh, specifically were so
0: well done. No, they were. They absolutely were. And that was, those were all high points. Like I said, Mm -hmm. that backbone, I think, is kind of where I was. And not even disappointed. Yeah. Expecting more. Overhyped. Okay. And I think that backbone's sort of where it went from, like, wow, this is amazing, to, okay, this is pretty good. Characters, writing, acting, visual effects... Yeah. That was in motivation. That was all really
1: on point. Mm. For me, I like when Marvel Comics and these movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe can take a character that while yes Black Panther is a major character, he doesn't Feel like a major character in the collective, like sort of. He wasn't like, real well known. Yeah, exactly. That—that's kind of where I'm getting at. Yeah. You know, similar to with Guardians of the Galaxy. Back when Guardians of the Galaxy was, they announced it. It's like, uh, this is gonna do terrible. They're really scraping the bottom of the barrel here. You know, like well, yeah.
0: I mean, I—I I know. I even said I was like, what are they thinking? Like, they have a totally uh, so many other properties I could hit. Yeah. Why are Guardians? they going here? This is weird. Yeah, and, and I feel
1: like they really work extra hard. With these characters that are not as well known to the you know general public, to really deliver a a good story that because they aren't as well known to the general public, it feels more original. It feels like they're like they're taking some some interesting
0: risks. They can take interesting risks because nobody's going to get butt hurt. That Captain America is not just right, right, or that the X Men are just not right, not just right. Mm -hmm. You know, um, they can they can play with these other characters designs and characters and motivations and histories to make something that works for the the cinema mhm absolutely
1: similar to kind of like even the television universe like what they did with like you know taking characters like Luke Cage and Jessica Jones who well Luke Cage I think is still fairly well known like you could have said Jessica Jones before that universe like came about the TV universe and I couldn't actually have told you who Jessica Jones was I, I was not I prob- familiar
0: I could have pulled out She's Luke Cage's wife that that he had a baby with. She was part of the secret Avengers. Mm -hmm. Like that's all I could have pulled out. Yeah. And I think maybe she's a detective or was Mm -hmm. like, that's, that's all I had. Yeah. Shuri was absolutely my favorite character in the whole movie. Yes. So the Leron of the movie. She's
1: so good. She was actually probably one of my favorite parts of the movie, too. Yeah, she was so sassy. I, oh, and she was so sassy smart. and fun. Yeah. It, everything about her was really, really great. I love how she was essentially kind of fighting alongside, but, like, not there at all. You mm-hmm. know, like, was constantly just, like, when she was, like, running the car. There's just so much cool moments with her. Yeah. I, I really like her character. And
0: I like that, you know, not only were there obviously lots of people of color in the movie. Mm-hmm. There was badass women in the movie. Oh, tons! I mean, aside from the main hero, main villain, mm-hmm. most of the badass supporting cast were women, mm-hmm. and they were very different women. Yes, you know, you had his girlfriend who was kind of a spy and a mm-hmm. information gatherer. Yep, and his little sister who was the tech genius, mm-hmm. and Okoye who was just absolutely badass, fucking
1: amazing. Yeah. Oh my
0: god, it just at least eighty percent as combat efficient as Black Panther mm-hmm. like if they were role playing game characters yeah she would be built on 80% of the experience or points mm-hmm. that he was I mean, but she's she was, so she awesome. held her own absolutely I mean it, it helps that you know same actress who plays plays
1: Michonne too but uh, I did not catch that yeah I did no, not realize totally that. yeah okay, absolutely Absolutely. Okay. so that automatically kind of gives her in my brain you know like extra cool points but still really really an amazing and fun character I love oh, yeah. I love the combat scenes with her yep yeah, it was, it was a great movie. It's good that you went to see that one, you know, before you eventually go see the next Avengers. Because, you know, this isn't spoilers, but
0: right. those characters are going to be involved. Well, I mean, from the trailers, you can see they're obviously in Wakanda. Yeah. They have Wakandan soldiers with them. Yes. So, obviously, it, it matters. Yes, absolutely. This is why I did it the way I did it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I guess the only other bit of news I have, mm-hmm. it's been six years since I died. God damn it. I knew that that
1: smell was... Something, like, <laughs> rotting away. <sighs> no, uh, yeah, that's uh,
0: that's insane. I won't we'll go into the entire story. Just right, take too right. Long. No, uh, yeah. I think it's been mentioned on here before that I'm a cancer survivor. Yes. And my first bout with cancer, first half of the first bout, I guess is the way to put it, was a 70% cure rate, you know, cure chance, no big deal, really. I mean, it's still cancer, but halfway through my chemo, I was in remission, everything was good. And what we didn't expect was it metastasized in my brain. Mm-hmm. The cancer I had was not supposed to be able to do that. Nobody right, checked. Right. Yeah. And uh yes, the day before my first wedding anniversary uh-huh. um on Mother's Day, yep, having lunch with our mothers and uh our daughter and my wife's aunt, I had a seizure and died from brain tumor on my brainstem. Went to cardiac arrest mm-hmm. is what I actually mean. My wife Spent nine minutes doing CPR on me that she yep. had just re-upped, being as she was in the medical profession at the time, and uh, kept me alive for nine minutes for the paramedics to get there, mm-hmm. and uh, started a whole second bout that uh, I was not supposed to live was through. rough. Yeah. It was rough. You know, it went from 70% uh, cure rate to, you know, don't make any long-term plans, get your paperwork together, mm-hmm. nobody's going to promise you anything. And,
1: right. Right. It's because you're immortal, goddammit. Uh, clearly. I mean <laughs> this
0: Isn't I mean, the only time I should have died? That's true. I, I can think always... I
1: can think of a couple other examples off the top of my head.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> At very least I'm a cat. I got nine lives. That's true. Well, Had well nine lives.
1: Happy second life. Thank you. Um Thank you. Anniversary. Six six year six Are you six years old? Does that mean you
0: can't drink? No, that's not my rebirthday. This is just my my death day. Oh,
1: your death day. Okay. So happy yeah.
0: happy death day. My uh, my rebirth day is uh, February fifth. Okay. And this was uh, five years, four years, four years. Gotcha. This year.
1: Well, if I see you drink, I'm going to turn you in because that's illegal.
0: It's a second birthday, so like, I actually age. Is that like double. a sec- Is
1: that like a second breakfast?
0: Yes, but it's birthdays.
1: Okay, got it. <laughs> well, I'm really <laughs> 39 years old. Got it. Um, yeah, that's it's crazy. I think it's been that long. Yeah. Yep. Bonkers.
0: Well, glad
1: you're here, so we can.
0: And I'm wasting it on Gurren I Yeah,
1: it feels... You know, I okay, I, I Googled it. I went back. We started reviewing Gurren in November. It's been a long
0: fucking time. It has.
1: Time. I, I feel like we've taken about six months per... Yeah, about, so about. So
0: it's... We're not doing too bad.
1: But I feel like we're getting close to that you know, quote-unquote summer viewing program, like, like time, uh-huh. time 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 that we did before, although I think we did in August last Yeah, we didn't we do well with that last no, year. No, we, we did it wasn't much summer, I think we were, like, started, and the first one came out, like, the last week of summer or something, but, um, yeah, it just, oh, it's taken a while, but don't worry, because I guess my news, which isn't much news, since we're just kind of, like, just rambling about random real-world things instead of, like, other stuff, but... um. It's almost summer. (laughs) It is almost summer. It's almost summer, which is the greatest time for me because that means, oh, hallelujah. I can stay home for a while and not be at work all the constant time. As a teacher, it'll be good. Although, I'm starting a college class immediately, almost the, pretty much the first week after, uh, which is going to be, no, second week. I get one full week to myself, but uh, it's going to be on urban
0: fantasy which sounds like you're gonna read cool stuff
1: i already started a book uh, one of the five books it's it's not bad it's not bad so i'm definitely interested to kind of see what these what these stories have in you know to hold and how the classes are going to go but uh it also means more time to actually do podcast editing so hopefully no gaps fingers crossed like for the next several months with regards to our our schedule and And more gaming at least and more gaming absolutely let's jump into Gurren log. i'm in couple of things, full disclosure. Number one, no Josh again. Right. I'm sure you figured it out by now because it's just been normal, calm conversation. Second thing is Bill has misplaced his notes for this episode. I think they uh, were blasted to another dimension.
0: Yeah, I don't know what happened. I, I finished them but they don't appear to be on my computer anymore. So, <laughs> so
1: what we're going to do is we're just going to play the uh, video, uh, obviously with subtitles and no audio on, and we're just going to kind of skip around through it and kind of talk about it. But a little a heads up, you, I think you wanted to give about this one, since this yep. was the one you reviewed anyway. This is
0: a good one to have lost the notes on. Yes. Because it's a lot of fight scenes. A ton. There's This would be a pretty thin review anyway, yeah. especially the first half.
1: This week we are reviewing... This is my final duty.
0: <laughs>
1: it's not getting old. Uh, yes. So we're going to open with one of those cool gyroscope things. Yeah. Like, Isn't that what they're called? Um, gyroscopes? Yeah. Yeah. Like the things, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's like a top, but it like it like spins and like it's, what do they come with? I, I remember like, didn't they like have a pull string? Like Some of the have,
0: toy versions have like a rip cord on them. Yeah. And you set them on a, a string and they can, you can slide them back and forth on the string and it stays straight up. Yeah. Which is basically what Leron is talking about.
1: Yeah, it's uh he's balancing it on his finger and he's talking about
0: the I didn't he mention something like he was some sort of like his old job. He was a hereditary guard at Littner Village. Oh. So I just assume that means his father was a guard, his grandfather was a guard. Got it. Um he does mention though that he could barely write his own name five years ago. That's crazy to me. Well, it's gotta be more than five years ago. Because seven years have passed since. Okay, so yeah. But like, right. but like when before he got yeah before he hooked up with this crew, he could barely read or write his own name. And now he's essentially that's what he says, creating he, these crazy things. Yeah, he can fine tune giant alien warships.
1: Yeah. That, that that is pretty cool. I, I will say, and I know I've said it in past episodes. Leran is really—I've really changed my mind on Leran. Right. He's there's still problematic things about his character. There are. But I do. But I really feel like enjoy, that's an anime trope. Yes, it's a whole different problem that I think we can't put the full blame on Gurren Lagann for. Right. Right. Yeah, Leran just fits into that stereotype. Yeah.
0: Of characters.
1: And he is—he is very interesting still, um, regardless of of that. So. That was kind of cool.
0: He does mention that maybe his genius is his spiral power.
1: That is pretty neat to think, like, that spiral power doesn't always mean that you just blow shit up in mechs. Yeah.
0: You know, fight harder, make your mech run harder, punch harder. Right. Sometimes you think harder.
1: If you remember correctly, last episode we kind of had a feel-good moment where all the members of Team Daiguren were back together. Yep. Including Yoko, right? Which we got her backstory last time. And we were left with this sort of moment where Simone and Vero were going to work together, piloting Gurren Lagann. Yep. And that's kind of what we get, uh, really, starting after the scene with Leron is just some extended combat before uh, the title card and after the title card.
0: Yeah, it's very combat heavy. yeah, have the grapplers, not just Gimme and Dari apparently, but some of their other remaining grapplers, mm-hmm. and the old gunmen that Team Gurren used.
1: And one of the things you'll you'll see in this episode, it just gets progressively worse and worse, is like the scope of Gurren Lagann's power. Whether it's creating a drill, a ginormous drill as a shield to like, you know, deflect a blast. Whether it's to create a, a blast of energy so big that like, it's like this massive sort of like hammer coming down.
0: If it's like towing the entire warship, yeah. uh, if it's. Or even using his wings as double boomerangs. Yeah. The moon has at this point laser cannons placed on it. Right. And they're just tearing up the whole ground of the moon mm-hmm. with these big double boomerangs.
1: Yeah, so this battle consists of the old mechs alongside of Gimme and Dari's more modern sort of mechs and fleet against this, like you said, the moon itself. Mm-hmm. The yeah. moon has literally and, become a weapon. And a bunch of Mugans. And, yeah, the Mugens are there as well. Uh, so it is a big old like intergalactic sort of battle.
0: And the, and the real problem they end up running into is that the people aboard the ship are starting to lose hope. Yes, and that's, we
1: saw that at the end of the last episode, yeah, and that's making the ship start
0: to lose spiral power.
1: Right. It's also important to note that Yoko is now piloting a mech, and I love yeah, that she's got
0: D- that, Dayaka's uh, Kaiser.
1: Yeah, and I love that Dari. Uh, gimme no Dari. It's Dari. See, no I, I, now I'm doing it. I love how Dari makes a, an offhanded comment. It's like you sound like a school teacher. Yeah,
0: because she's like, I'll put you in the hallway. Yeah, it's
1: it's pretty great. I love that she's continuing her. Uh, I'm going to throw teacher puns and and like things around. Yep. So good. So, so good. I think we also at this point get, and I, I care if it's here or a little bit later, but, you know, one of the things that's interesting about this episode is that we still hear from uh, the head of Lord Genome and we've got Viral too, which is, you know. Yeah, this is the fight boss where, and protege.
0: This is the fight where uh, Simone and Viril and a lot of the other team got dagger and mm-hmm. learned that Lord Genome's head is now a computer.
1: Yeah, it, you know, and we saw, Diaka, I think it was Diaka, uh, that saw, uh, and Ketan saw, like, Lord Gnome's head that one time. They're right. like, whoa, whoa this guy looks familiar. What's going on here? Yeah. But, yeah, that's, it, it fully kind of like, now they, they get this information. But uh, here's, a, you know, as this battle's going on, one example, again, that just blows my mind is that he just creates a giant purple drill he blast of energy it,
0: he, he catches all the laser blasts is that what happens and there like, and then turns into like a spirit bomb
1: and yeah he spirit bombs the moon and it's just weird and after he does so the head of lord genome says you know go to the moon it's my
0: my worship
1: yeah f- yep and i'm like okay how this is the beginning of what the fuck because how yes. is the moon a warship I mean, I guess it already is blasting shit. Yeah, giant... it's got laser cannons on it. It's it, one of my least favorite things. I don't know why I hate it so much, but this is not a completely uncommon trope of like the moon being like something other than the moon. Right. Or like the moon being this sort of thing where like, oh no, the moon disappeared or the moon is blown up or like even in, I don't know, like Dragon think, Ball
0: Z, they blew up the moon.
1: Yeah, Dragon Ball Z, absolutely. Cause that, yeah, cause the, uh, freaking
0: the, you, the weremonkey monkey. Yeah, the
1: weremonkey monkey things, right? Yeah. Uh, they they blew it up pretty early in Dragon Ball yeah. Z.
0: Yep. Yeah, I think because Vegeta was using it. I think is what. I so, think so. Goku blew it up. I think. Yeah, it's it something
1: like that. But like, I, I just I'm not a fan of like doing things to the moon. I don't know why. It's weird. It is really weird. But like, we had this sort of thing here where they're turning it into like this big battleship. Doctor Who had an episode where the moon hatched because it was an egg. There's huh. just yeah, it's very bizarre. I just don't like when they fuck around with a
0: moon. That's weird. That's a weird know. pet peeve.
1: I'm not sure what that says about me.
0: Anyway, what else is going on here? Not a lot. I mean, like I said, this is all sort of a big battle for a while. and mm-hmm. The Mugans surround the uh, Art Gurren and Gurren Lagann and kind of keep them apart from each other.
1: Inside yeah. the,
0: like, explosive cages.
1: Yeah, they, they basically become giant freaking bars mm-hmm. that they can't get through that are spinning like surrounding it. Yeah. Creating like a force field. Yeah. Kind of like what we saw in the episode with, um, uh, Guam, right. Yeah. When he was creating that big old, like he was spinning so quickly. It was creating this sort of like vortex that yep. was drawing him in. And, you know, I will say there is a really interesting visual because, uh, Gurren Lagan actually tries to tow its cage In the cage. He, he
0: shoots through the bars, but still is inside the, mm-hmm. the force field. Yeah. Turning his whole lower body into a giant drill drilling towards Art Gurren.
1: Yeah. That's kind of cool. We and, get a cool uh, panned out visual of like both things like coming together. It almost looks like a like gear. gears catching each yes. other. Yeah. That was kind of cool. I really like that visual.
0: Yep. Very, very cool there. But the uh, the actual goal Simone is getting, not just to get to Art Gurren, mm-hmm. he's turned the lower half of Gurren Log into a drill to assimilate. Yeah, the Art yeah.
1: this, you know, and I don't, I'm not bothered that much by when Lagan combined with Gurren. I got it. I got it. But as we are seeing right now, because we are watching alongside again of this, this is the most fucked up bullshit.
0: Well, he does it with uh, Die Gurren too. Die Gunza. Yes.
1: And um, I wasn't a big fan of that, but this is worse because w- to describe what's happening
0: in yeah, the scene. He's, he drills his way into Art Gurren. Yes. And Art Gurren transforms its, uh, engines becoming shoulders, arms generating spontaneously from inside the turbines. Yes. It becomes a massive mech. Yep. Massive mech. That, uh, Gurren Lawgun actually jumps into a pilot seat that looks just like the one that now Viril is using inside of Gurren. So it's <sighs> so... a mech. It's a, it's a pilot driving a mech that's driving a bigger mech.
1: Yeah. And when you really think about it, when you really think about it, You've got Simone driving a mech that, is driving, that is, mech. is driving another That's mech co- because they're co-piloting they co- another, another mech. So like there's a, there's some sort of like do, like other level there. That giant mech is now in a pilot seat driving this big ship. Giant mech.
0: Yeah, and the bridge of the ship is above them, also driving co-piloting the mech because <sighs> the bridge of the ship pops out above above Gunn head.
1: Okay, so I have to ask you. Yes. Because I'm so infuriated that I I'm really having trouble forming my sentences. You like crazy robot gestalt shit. Yes. I, please give me your opinion on this because I just wanna start cursing.
0: I think it's kinda of funny. <sighs> Is it practical? No. It doesn't make a lot of sense. No, it ma- it makes very little but sense. It's at least kind of funny. <sighs>
1: Is it kind of like that funny where you're so either sad or depressed or whatever that the only thing that you can do is is like laugh
0: because you'll cry if you don't? No, I think it's legit funny.
1: <sighs> okay.
0: I I can take this as legit funny that like once I got over like what this anime's supposed to be. Yeah. I've dealt with things like this a lot better. <sighs> I still am not there. I still can't quite. And I get that this is basically half a spoof that guy driving a little mech that's driving a big mech with another guy driving that mech also are you okay no i'm not just had like a seizure no sorry i just i I,
1: just i just can't handle this this is just this is terrible this is really like god awful and you know it would have been okay if this was it like 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 i felt that if this was the only thing like if this was the end this was the only bullshit that they pull here I could get over it. Nope it goes it it goes bullshit even further. It really no does. it keeps going. No, it's so stupid. So it forms crazy mech. Yep. Blows up the Mugen things yeah, that's that where are the bridge drops. In yeah, the, the bridge drops in there, Uh and
0: it, there it is. It's ready to go. Yep.
1: <sighs>
0: ready to fight the moon.
1: Yeah, it's ready to fight the moon. What the fuck are we
0: watching? Uh, anywho, so they talk for a while, right? Yep. More Mugen show up. Yep. I think this is where they finally, uh, find out that there's that. Oh, they destroy the, the big combined gears Mugen thing. Yeah. Oh, they punch the Mugen.
1: <laughs> okay. I, I okay. forgot about this. Okay. Yes.
0: Take a step back. We have to explain this. The part. Mugen attacks them first. Yes. I forgot this. Oh, fucking hell. They use a spiral energy space time shattering punch thing on him. And they quite literally shatter the universe and send that flying to the end of space-time. Okay. So when I'm watching this, my thought is, okay, this
1: is just a joke, right? This is like Sailor Uranus' world shaking attack, where they like the monster gets hit with this force, but they're not actually like shaking anything around them. You know, like like physics are not actually like they're they're this person's being uppercutted into space and they're being sent Outside of the universe, but they're not really, right? Right? Yeah, like, no, that's... this
0: absolutely <sighs> is. They've broken the universe and send that thing to the end of space time. They hit it so hard they've caused a the break card. But
1: it, it, oh, okay, good because I really need a break—not just a fart, but just to <laughs> to, to, to process this. Road, road, Welcome to the break card. My name is Andy, and you are listening to another episode of Gurren Lagann. And it's just Bill and I this week, and hopefully you're still enjoying it with only two out of the three hosts. And bonus points if you can count the number of times that I audibly sigh this episode. This one kind of took my soul a little bit, so I apologize. One thing that you can look forward to, though, is next week we are dropping the Dorothy Fawn interview onto our main feed. If you want to listen to that right now, you can actually go over to patreon.com tuningjapanese, and for a donation of just a single dollar, you can go and listen to the complete uncut version of that interview. We had a ton of fun sitting down and talking to her, and I think that you're going to really, really enjoy that. If you decide to support us on Patreon, you can get access to all kinds of other great bonus content. We're releasing a new bonus episode sometime later this week, as well as you can donate a little bit more and get some stickers uh, and some other really cool bonus stuff like Getting uh your name read in the break card like our buddy Superfan Matt or getting an episode reviewed that you choose, something of your choice, it doesn't have to be gern and it could be something completely different, and that we will sit down and watch something you like, maybe something that you just want to subject us to. We would love to do that for you. You can also head over to the Questionable Endeavor Network at questennetwork.com, the hub of all kinds of great other content. You can join our Discord over there, just like superfan Matt recently did, joining us over there and having conversations about anime and other such things. Uh, You should also check out the other podcasts as part of our network, including the Raw Attitude podcast, which is one of my absolute favorites from the network and they are releasing episodes reviewing the weekly monday night raws from the attitude era it's pretty good you should go listen to it henry huge Peck's is amazing let's get you to a commercial and back to our review of gurren Lagan.
0: Hey Yata, do you like anime? I do like anime. What about you? I love it! Well, if you love it so much, why don't you marry it, you piece of shit? We kind of did marry it. We did. By making a podcast? It ain't a healthy marriage. It controls our lives. And that
1: podcast is The Re-Animator Pod. That's re Pod.
0: And you can hear new
1: episodes every Monday. And here's a little taste. It's Alice in Wonderland meets Inception with an acid-infused EDM rave twist. I like it. Is what I wish
0: I could say. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> unfortunately i the shot re- my low too early there <laughs> hotaro then asked yuma are you turned on
1: not in that deep a register but that's what she asked her are you turned on turned on yet well guys are you turned on yet if not i'll keep going all right
0: today we are going to start <laughs> well, I, I we're try- gonna start snoozing i tried to make a dramatic pause
1: Oh, okay, we're back. I've expelled everything I could from my body and mind. <laughs> and um we're ready for part 2. Are you are you ready for part 2?
0: Are you ready for part
1: 2? No. Cuz this this bullshit just keeps going. Did you go number 3? I always go number 3. Um uh, <laughs> Sorry. Well, I going to look at that. <laughs> so yeah, so we go back on the ship or no, we're on Earth actually at some point cuz yeah. there
0: are people still on Earth. Yeah, this is the rest of the people they couldn't take with them that the people they left to die.
1: Yeah, like, for some reason, they left the mechanic to die. The one that was running the ship before. Like, she's down there, like, petting the small child. Whatever her kids, I'm sure. Oh, okay. Oh, I hope so. And at this point, Gurren Lagon, uh, uh, piloting big fucking mech, which I don't think has a name. I think they called that
0: Ark Gurren Lagon. Uh, anyway, they're trying to push the moon. Yeah. Well, not trying. They are. That's true. They are. I mean, they're not doing a great job at it, but they are doing it. And then to steal one of Josh's
1: lines, because Josh had, we have to at least throw up Josh some bone here. The moon cracks open into a Jack Skellington face. Yeah,
0: no, that's pretty accurate.
1: And uh, I don't really know what's going on, but things power up.
0: The, the people are having hope again. So it's powering up the yes. spiral energy of the ship.
1: And Lord Janome recognizes that the moon is a fucking... His old warship. His old warship. It's a fucking... Cathedral Terra. Yes. Who comes with these fucking names? I'm saying fuck a lot. I'm sorry. You are. So, this is where we get the cool scene. Like, one of the few cool scenes from this episode where Lord Genome's talking to Viral... And he's talking very calmly to him,
0: and Viril's like, "Wow, you're different." Yeah, he's and, like, and Lord Gnome's all like, "Well, I don't have a wiener anymore, so." You know. <laughs> I mean,
1: that'll do it to you, right? Yep. I mean, it'll make you. A... I imagine
0: it would. I, I mean, I don't know, but I, I,
1: I've seen what it did to my cat. Like, he right. just got like all really kind of mellow, and I don't think they cat's 20, wiener. 25. Okay, he has the other. That's not what they do. That's <laughs> not, not what I meant. You get the idea. Um, he's really fat now, so. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's like. <sighs> They talk about how it's time for Simone to take the moon under his control. Yep. Which means that, and this is where it gets bullshit again, he has to eject from where he's at, which he is the one in control because he has the core drill and the ability to do this
0: Right. to now leave the giant mech to go into the moon to take over the moon. I guess they've already used the spiral energy to transform the mech. And so all these other people's hope and spiral energy is enough to oh, keep it, such, keep it running. Such bullshit. But Gimme and Dari, like, double up in the seat with their grap hurls to, so now it's under the command of, like, it's still under the command of three people. Just side by side instead of over under. Yeah, it's, oh,
1: god. So, Simone takes off, Inger and Lagan, breaks through the butthole, which clenches, clenches up real quick again yep. in the moon, is going through the ribbed, for her pleasure sort of tunnel here, or his pleasure or something, and, basically
0: goes for the core drill yeah they, they use the giga drill basically as a core drill of the moon
1: yes to take over the moon because fuck but
0: space idiot gets in the way
1: space idiot is back nia is back and it's it is very precise he is within inches of putting the drill into her neck right and we get a back and forth conversation between the two and right. it goes on for a little while Lord i Gnome
0: comes in and says don't smash her and squish her because Vero's all about Squisher. Oh, of course Vero is. Vero could care less. But apparently she's made of the same stuff as the Mugen. Mm-hmm. And so if they do it, she's going to jack up the control system. Oh, would she blow up? Yes, she'll blow up into and, little cubes. Yeah. Okay. And ruin the
1: control system. Gotcha. I guess I missed that part when I was just staring at it with the effort. Yeah, dumbfounded you were, you were falling apart at this point. I really was. And speaking of, speaking of falling apart, uh, good old Rossio starts falling apart because for some reason he's like, oh, the attack. The, uh, that we, that we, that we got when we tried to leave the, 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 the whole program, Nia showing up. I wonder if they were all connected and were meant to happen. No shit. And I'm like, you're a fucking moron, Ross. And and
0: Nia also does it and says, yeah, we've made you sad because making you sad takes away your power. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think we've got it by now. Yeah. We all get it.
1: So they fight, not really fight. They just kind of sit there wondering what to do. They
0: talk back and forth It goes on for a very long time. She tells them that Nia doesn't exist anymore, her past is a total fabrication, and even if they win, she goes back to the anti-spiral home world. Right, but that's a lie. Well, she says that there's like a less than a 1% chance that she would ever return.
1: Right, but she has to be in there somewhere because, as Simone points out, well, if that's the case, then why are you wearing that wedding
0: ring? Engagement ring. Yeah, whatever. But yes,
1: yeah, so she actually realizes herself, like, oh, I guess I am, and freaks out, and we get a, a really kind of sweet scene between the two.
0: Yeah, that was probably my peak moment of this episode, because mm-hmm. her eyes go back to being Nia's weird cuttlefish eyes. Yeah. And she starts to get recalled to the home world, mm-hmm. and she basically says, you know, are you going to please come for me? Mm-hmm. And he says, well, if there's any chance, it's 100% chance. Yeah. It was, it was it, sweet. Yeah. And she's, well, that's what at the end. She says, are you going to come for me? And he says, who the hell do you think I am? Yeah. We get, we get a comment in line. Yeah, That was kind of a sweet, sweet moment. That was probably my favorite part of the whole episode. Yeah. It
1: was really good. And he sh- jams it in uh, to the to drill bit in the moon, not her. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, powers up the moon. Powers up the fucking yep. moon. And it cracks
0: the Jack Skellington head wide open. Ah,
1: and we're left with a sphere that starts to transform in green and black sort of weird energy.
0: Yeah, it kind of looks like Nia's outfit. Yeah, and turns into a spaceship. A a gunman. A, a, a warship's... A oh, fucking what they gunman. A warship, type, or gun, a warship type gunman.
1: So tonight, when you go outside and you look up at the moon... Nice little full moon. I don't know if it's a full moon right now, but if it when it is, next time you look at the full moon, you see the face. Just know that that the face man in the
0: front of a we'll fucking warship.
1: Yes, and if if our population reaches ten billion, <laughs> the anti spiral will come after us from the moon. That's what I've learned today. That's, That's the lesson learned I've it. learned. Good mm-hmm. lesson. Yeah, this know this episode would be educational. Oh fuck. Uh, so anyway, he says thank you to Nia. Because yeah, she's still there, even though he drilled past her, which is weird. But, but she's like, "Yeah, don't worry,
0: it's not going to change anything." This is where she tells him, "No, you're y'all fucked." Yeah, we're doing this to upset you so that you don't have much power. Pretty much, is what I was referring to. Yep, and that goes on for a little bit, and <laughs> Viral just sits there and looks salty.
1: Yeah, Viral definitely looks pretty salty in this episode. Uh, she puke cubes away.
0: Yeah, that's the sweet moment.
1: Yeah, the sweet moment she teleports. Um, he's going to come for her and he's slack jawed. So are, are you phrasing? <laughs> I didn't say come in her. Um, to so her. that's true. Uh, everyone celebrates and yeah. Uh, Ross,
0: you feels inferior.
1: Oh yeah. He's got total, uh, inf- he's definitely got, uh, some envy here of how essentially he tried to do all these great things for the, for everyone. And he wasn't able to do it. Whereas Simone could do it in spades. Yep. It was yeah, kind of another one of those moments where I'm curious to see where it goes in the next episode with Ross Hugh. Is he going to completely hand power over? Is he going to disappear? Is he going to run off? I don't know. Um, I guess we'll find out next week. But yeah, I guess, is there anything else important in this episode? I feel like it's just a lot of cleanup here as everyone's celebrating and happy yeah, and excited. The ship
0: mech returns to Earth. Yeah. The battleship gunman is back in the moon's original orbit. Mm-hmm.
1: He says, wait for me, Nia. We get like a nice little shot of the sun behind the the mech, and uh, we get a two be continued. The little two parter almost. Well, I guess not a two parter because it's it's more just a continuation. Most like of this. these are two be, yeah. be continued. Yeah, which is good because this is like we talked about last, uh, a couple episodes back. You know, it's kind of nice that we get this sort of continuation of storytelling. Yeah. Uh, so that was episode twenty two, Bill. It's your, your review, even though we kind of tag teamed. Yeah. But what uh, what are your thoughts on this? Is my final duty.
0: Eh. This is kind of where, like I said, this is kind of where it goes back off the rails. uh, it gets weird.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, I mean, it was a lot of fighting. It was a battle episode. It was. Um, And it was a power-up episode. It was, a, mm-hmm. we'll do this, and we'll do this more, and we'll find this thing. And yeah. Kind of the things I dislike about a lot of anime. But they're kind of making fun of it, playing it up. So I guess it's not as bad as it could be. That's true. No, I, I would agree with that. It's... It's not... That's kind of my overall statement of this whole anime is like... Yeah. Now that I get what they're doing, they're kind of half spoofing or over, overblowing. And so it's not as bad as it could be. I mean, I'll be more cynical.
1: It's too bonkers. And this is coming from the guy that we started this podcast by watching Excel. Yes.
0: It's just too much. I don't know that it's too much. I think it's that it, it doesn't know where it is. Yeah. Sometimes it's too much and sometimes it's gritty and... yeah it doesn't it doesn't nail its tone down
1: no it doesn't and i felt like up till this point this arc has been very good tonally yes and i feel like this is where it just it just took a random left turn and fucking let's combine with this and create a much bigger mech being driven by a mech being driven by a mech being driven by a man and then like oh nope eject let's just hijack the moon it's
0: spoiler it doesn't get any better oh
1: really yeah, is this it, the high it, point of the last six it gets, episodes it gets
0: further Ugh. bonkers
1: and you know what with the title of the next episode you would think it would be the last episode too but it's not it's not this is
0: just the start of the final battle oh
1: god really yeah oh fuck so, yeah, uh, this is, uh, this was an episode. I'm not sure what Josh would have thought. I'm sure he would have enjoyed it a lot more. Right. He was grinning when he was here watching the episode with I us.
0: Love this, oh, This makes me happy.
1: Yeah. And it's, thank you, Josh. And it's just, uh I don't know. I wouldn't say skip this episode. I would, I mean, I would you say. You gotta kind
0: of like, watch it to know what the hell's happening.
1: Yeah. I think you'll get a better idea this time of just watching the episode than our discussion of it because it's hard to recap this episode. There's not, there's just too much weirdness going on mm-hmm. and not a lot of plot. Mm-hmm. But next week we uh, go on to the next one and it's Josh's episode review and it's, let's go. This is the final battle. <sighs> Don't tease me like this girl and log on. If it's going to be the final <laughs> battle, just fucking end it. <sighs> but before then, this has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where two dudes in their thirties talk about anime. I'm Andy. Well, we will see you next time.
0: Actually, my come can hurt.
1: Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Tuning Japanese is part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. For more information on other podcasts and articles, check out questandnetwork.com. While you're there, check out other great shows like The Shadowbane Podcast, The Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Home Stars... Slasher Sanitarium, Raw Attitude Podcast, New Blood Rising, The Reanimator Podcast, the Taco Tuesday Podcast, Nerd Control, and our newest show, Hairless Pretenders.
0: Thank you, Nia. Thank you.
1: Won't change your fate. What? Now that the humanity annihilation system has been deactivated, the anti spirals will move themselves into a total war footing. If they set their minds to it, not even you will be a match for them. The anti spiral fleet will arrive in this galaxy to exterminate the human race and their awakened spiral power. So then, the fight isn't over just yet. Nia, if we win, Will you go back to being your old self? I will be recalled to the anti-spiral homeworld so that the data I gathered on you can be analyzed. The likelihood of my return is very close to zero. Maybe, but it isn't zero. Mm. And for me, that makes it the same as a hundred percent chance. So will you come to get me, Simon? Yeah, who the hell do you think I am?
0: The anti-spiral